Hi everyone. Welcome to the No Contact Club. I'm Portia. And I'm Chloe. Are we going to introduce ourselves every time? Do you know what? That's so funny you said that. It actually occurred to me earlier when I was in the bathroom and I was like straightening my hair and I'm like, oh, so how are we going to start it? And then I was thinking about my favorite murder and how they always like introduce each other. But like, I feel like some people might just listen to a random episode because it's something that interests them. So they'd be like, who are these bitches? Yeah. (laughs) So I guess it's probably... So I'm... Portia the bitch <laughs> and you're Chloe the bitch. Yeah. All right guys, thanks for listening. Okay, bye. <laughs> um yeah, so last week was a pretty Tough heavy episode, episode for yeah. us to record, I think. Yeah, we but, both felt a bit blah afterwards. Yeah, I think it was like very emotionally heavy. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we had like heaps of positive feedback for yeah, it. Yeah, it was so which nice. Which is really good. And I think it's really hard because in the past we've been gaslit so much Mm -hmm. that it's hard for us to you know stick to our truth yeah so to speak it's really easy to doubt your own like memories when people are like that didn't happen or yeah or you're you're remembering reacting yeah so it's nice to get positive feedback and i guess for like even just you and me to kind of like talk about it because it sort of reaffirms that, yes, it happened to you and it happened to me and it wasn't yeah. all in yeah. our head. You and when we're, we're not just like... Making shit up to be malicious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it, yeah, it's important to have someone yeah. else's backup, I guess. Because yeah, so often narcissists and our mum so often would <laughs> turn us against each other. So yeah. it's like to have us... That'll be a good episode to do. <laughs> us turning on each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it happened a lot. Well, um... We also have a couple of animals on the bed with us this yeah. week. Hopefully, There's well, last no time, meows. I know, last time when we recorded, it was close to his dinner time, so that's why he's like, will you just feed me? <laughs> but they're both sleeping right now, so we'll see how we go. We yeah. might get some snores. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think we have a lot to talk about today, so we'll probably get straight into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Hey. While we are knowledgeable about this stuff because of our collective experiences, we aren't professionals. We research what we talk about and our references are in the show notes, but please don't take anything we say as gospel. If you feel like you need support, you can reach out to us at thenocontactclub at gmail.com or see the links in the show notes. Thanks. So today we want to discuss some of the toxic Um, arguing tactics used by narcissists and some of the techniques for dealing with a narcissistic narcissistic mother or whoever's the narcissist in your life Mm. I guess Um, I know our name is like the no contact club but sometimes going no contact isn't an option yeah Um, and I guess that's okay yeah yeah I guess it's okay no it's fine (laughs) Um, like in no way are we saying that going no contact is the only option. Like you have to cut all contact with your narcissistic mother. Um, Sometimes that's not an option. That was just what was best Best for us. Yeah. Yeah. Best for us, I guess. Um, But we're all in different situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people have like the narcissist in their life is like their boyfriend or their, or their husband who they have kids with. So they have to have shared custody. So, or their mother that they still live with because they're, you know, still, financially can't or they yeah no yeah um so we've talked about narcissistic supply before Mm -hmm. um like that drama and like attention that the narcissistic mother needs to thrive sort of thing but like how do you combat that because it's so easy to get sucked into that like 
tornado. Yeah. Because they know how to push your buttons. They yeah. know how to piss you off and get a reaction. And it's like a child having a tantrum. Like, mm, mm. you know, they, they want the attention when you react to their bullshit, yeah. basically. And, and they're, I mean, we'll go into it further in, in this episode, but they use techniques that will, like, zero in on, you know, your reaction mm-hmm. over their behavior. Um, it turns into a, like a misdirection where there isn't yeah. any focus on the abuse or the bad behavior that they're handing out. It's yeah. instead focusing on your reaction. It's a way to turn the attention onto you as the bad guy rather yeah. than them. Oh, well, a good, I think a good kind of example of that is <laughs> the frying pan story, which uh-huh. sounds ridiculous. We have a note here going, example, the frying, frying pan, pan story. story. <laughs> but basically, um, after I moved out of home me and Ellen we moved into this really small house it used to be a garage it was kind of converted it was really little and mum had some trouble with the people she was renting off and she wanted to surprise there (laughs) she wanted to move um and she was in between she had a week where she would have had to stay at this place that was really stressing her out and between moving into the new place so I said hey look why don't you stay with us for a week so this is mum my youngest sister and three Three dogs and two cats? Yeah, two cats. Or did, oh, no, I think the cats stayed at the house. But okay. anyway... It all this tiny been, house. This I can't explain how small the house is. Like, you know, it was only a week, but, like, it was it was a lot. And so I was driving in the car with mum, and I was like, oh, would you mind... Don't You don't have to worry, worry about bringing anything in terms of, like, you know, bedding or anything like that. But if you could just bring maybe a chopping board and a frying pan. Because you were vegetarian at the time. We were vegan then, I think. We're only vegetarian now. But we were vegan then and we were like, you know, we don't really want um, you guys, like, cutting meat or cooking meat on our stuff because it's never been touched. And, like, I noticed some people who are, like, diehard meat eaters that would be, like, you know, ridiculous. But, you know, we just... Yeah, anyway. It's a small... It was a small ask for a... In response, like, yeah, like we were doing her a massive favor. It was just a one little thing. And, um, she just took that and ran with it. Like told me I was making her feel unwelcome. And she was yelling, saying that she wouldn't bother that. She'll just put up with living at this place. She was really stressed out at because, you know, I was being so horrible to her. And it's like, that was a misdirection. Yeah. And then I got so angry because I'm like, fuck you. Like I'm doing this big, big thing for you. And all I ask is that you bring your own frying pan. Like, it's not a big deal in the grand mm. scheme of things. And it just became about my anger then because instead of us addressing the fact that she's getting upset over nothing, it became, oh, I'm sorry, mum, for yelling at you. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. whereas... The, it, my... turns into, it turns the issue into something else. Yes. It misdirects it. Yeah, so it, it takes it away from her yeah so there are some really common techniques used when narcissists argue um a huge huge factor in why they do this is because they want to dominate and get what they want it's not like an argument with someone who maybe doesn't have narcissistic traits um who eventually you know they want to solve the argument yeah the narc doesn't want to participate in conflicts in a way that is healthy or mature yeah there's no they don't want to hear you and you'll go around in circles and they just they refuse to hear you yeah i think um it's also important to note that these situations can also occur with people who aren't narcissists because when you like you know people aren't perfect and sometimes argues yeah sometimes there are other factors involved when 
an argument is happening with someone, like someone could have anxiety, they could be mm. under extreme stress or whatever. It's just more, what we're going to go into is just more common for some narcissists to use these arguing techniques that we're laying out. And when those techniques are kind of used alongside other manipulation tactics or general yeah, narcissistic that's... abuse, that's when it becomes a problem, I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one common technique um, is deflect and attack, or I guess you could probably call it projecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's basically when you try to shift that attention away. Um, so the narc will try and shift it away from them and move it on to you. Yeah. So they'll accuse you of acting or doing all sorts of things, um, some of which they'll most likely be doing themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if they're... Like yelling and screaming and calling you name, calling you names. It, it's actually you who's doing that. You know, you get accused of yeah. And and that's kind of when going back to that frying pan story. That's mm. kind of what mum was doing to you, where she was saying, you know, you're acting horrible when she's the, the one, one that, that had the inappropriate reaction, like, bad to, behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a way for them to kind of avoid taking responsibility for their actions. Yeah. And it gives them this opportunity to deflect that negative attention, negative attention, sorry, onto you. Um, it's really, really easy to get overwhelmed when this is used on you because, you know, you you're kind of yeah. And it's it's an easy way for them to sort of win the argument. Yeah, not that there's any yeah winning an argument, but yeah. it's like a way like using that word that you used before to dominate. dominate. Yeah. Um, another argument technique narcissists use is something that can I would describe it more as like being overtly aggressive as opposed to some covert techniques yeah. that they might use um but one technique that they use is provoking or bullying tactics yeah, like and bullying. that that's I mean exactly as it yeah. sounds they'll you know intimidate you or they'll yell or they'll act overly emotional or they'll call you names um and they'll repeat and use names that they know will hurt you and kind of prime your insecurities. And mm. so it's like thinking back to mum. Yeah. I mean, fat she... Fat was a go-to. Yeah, fat was... Or lazy. Lazy. Um, and She'd always, was, always call you nasty. Yeah, like that was you like her... always nasty. That was her key fallback was to say that you were being nasty. Yeah. Um, and for the icing on the cake, kind of, I guess... <laughs> lack of a better word often they'll twist it so that your reaction or response to this you know barrage of yeah. insults um is often seen as unreasonable or too aggressive for them yeah so, so she's calling you you know fat and lazy and and then your emotional response to that is like fuck you i'm you know i'm not that yeah and then it's like don't talk to me like that it's yeah. like well it goes it's, both it's ways a, it's like... again deflecting that attention back onto exactly back onto you um, so we've touched on like lying and fabricating things in past episodes um, where we've given examples of our mum fabricating events. Yeah. And the major one I think that we've talked about before, we want to do a kind of episode on in regards to like parental alienation and stuff. Yeah. But um, I think there's a more, uh, sorry, manipulating situations and, you know, lying to get your way, I think is a more complicated form yeah. of manipulation. Yeah. It's more but, calculated. Yeah. Yeah. But lying is also an argument tactic used by narcs. I, I hope that, like, narc is, like, people don't mind us saying narc. Yeah, it's, I think it's Narcissist just, is such a tongue twister word. Like, yeah, and, and I feel like with a Kiwi accent of with us narc. going narcissist, <laughs> yeah. it, sounds, it sounds really strange. So, yeah. yeah. Narc, narc means narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so lying in arguments can be used as a way to, like, confuse the other person or make them doubt their reality, like gaslighting. Yeah. Um, they'll use little white lies in arguments to prove that they're right or to cover up what they've done wrong. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is... This is like that whole story with my car. Um, basically, my I told one I spoke had a conversation with this one of my sisters about my car being fixed. It's not like a sorted secret, yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, I just had only spoken to her about it, and then later that night I got a message from Mum saying, "Why didn't you tell me that the car situation was solved?" And I was like, "Look, I've been busy." She you would know. always she would always do that. Like, and I think that's a really common thing with narcissists is to like demand your your time yeah. like if you haven't told them something why haven't you told me this why yeah they'll, they'll demand your time no matter what and get annoyed with them. make you feel guilty yeah. like yeah. you know for not speaking to them but like this is not a big deal i'm yeah. not like you know getting married or pregnant it's just yeah. my car yeah um and she was so annoyed that i hadn't told her you know and i said oh so such and such told you she said no no portia told me and Which, I was like, mm, no, because I haven't told Portia. And, and, you know, the only person I told was this other sister. Yeah. And um, she basically backed herself into a corner. Like, no, no, it was Portia who told me. And I'm like, well, no, you're lying. Like, yeah. And she's like, <clears throat> excuse me. She's just kind of lost it at that point. And, you know, she was unhappy with the fact that I'd caught her in a lie. Mm. Um. Not to mention she'd also been drinking, so she was full of insults about how I was a liar. Yeah. Projection. Yeah. Um, and that I was the one causing trouble, deflect and attack. Yeah. <laughs> and that it was, you know, sad and disappointing that I was accusing her of lying, which is bullying. Yeah. So, you know, I was disrespectful, et cetera, et cetera, like nothing new. So the next day when she was sober, she just tried to sweep it under the rug and blame it on her memory, but she just didn't like being caught lying. Like yeah. she could never take yeah responsibility for her actions as most narcs can't yeah um and she essentially redefined that narrative of that whole situation to fit her lie yeah it didn't matter that i had proof that she was lying yeah, you know, I, know i could message i'd message the other sister and said hey did you tell mom this and she said yes so it, she just kind of deluded herself that yeah she was right um yeah and i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> um I guess this ties in with another arguing technique, which is involving others in arguments, which was like a key thing <laughs> oh for us gosh. growing up yeah. in a big family. Um, obviously, with the situation with your car and stuff, yeah. it didn't work out in mum's favour because you had proof that she was lying, that she was lying and, and all that stuff. But often this tactic is used to provide the narcissist with like false validation, I guess you could say. Like they'll look for people who will side with them. Mm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I call these people yes men <laughs> because they often are people who are like so wrapped up in the narcissist web of yeah. living yeah. Um, that they'll never say anything against the narcissist. They'll just be yes men who will constantly back them up no matter how ridiculous things mm, get. No matter so what. They will do whatever they can, i.e. or the narcissist will do whatever they can mm -hmm. to um to turn people against you and rope other people into this yeah. argument through like smear campaigns and triangulation and gossiping and outright lying, um, to rope other people into this argument to fit their narrative yeah. of you being the bad guy. Yeah. Um and one thing that's quite interesting is that often those smear campaigns or triangulational lies will have happened prior to this argument happening. So the narcissist will have set up traps preemptively mm. to ensure that they always have that validation from their yes man or whatever. Mm. Um 
and they can call on this person for when an argument sparks. Yeah. I guess I just had a I just had a memory, um, which kind of ties into this, and it also kind of ties into not taking responsibility when there was a period of time where mum and I would have discussions about you and mm. say you were, I can't remember what we used, that you were quite harsh or that you'd been like unnecessarily like aggressive, like just mm. in general conversation. And you found out that we'd been saying that and you didn't talk to me for like a week. And we had like oh a little God. argument and talk about it. But mum got away scot-free, even though she was saying the same thing. So it was yeah. kind of like, yeah, Chloe's been saying this stuff about you. It wasn't, it wasn't like, her involved as well you know and yeah. there was no apology from her yet i apologized and we talked it out like yeah yeah just another yeah anyway we're not we're not explaining these tactics for you to go ahead and win your next argument yeah. you know we're we're more painting like excuse me solid pictures of what an argument may look like with an arc so that you can be more prepared yeah. and learn not to engage with them, you know, to save your own energy. Because yeah. really, there's no winning an no. argument <laughs> at all. There's no resolving No, 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 no. Um, an argument that you think has been resolved or you think you've won, it can be brought up again and again and rehashed, you know. Yeah. You can only respond how... to. Sorry, you can only choose to control how you respond to the situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's one thing that I never really learned when I was living with mum was how to respond rather than react because I was so react. Like I was, I was such a reactive person when I was living with her that I would fall into these traps all the time. And I think that's key understanding responding rather than reacting. I think that's key to understanding how to deal with the narcissist. Um, it's important to understand that you may not be able to control how the narcissist in your life acts or what they do or what they say. And obviously from what we've said previously, they yeah. know how to push your boundaries and get a rise out of you, but you can control how you respond to certain situations. So it's like you're responsible for your reaction and response to certain events. Yeah. So I guess we could explain actually the difference yeah. between a reaction and a response. So a reaction is instant and yeah. it's driven mostly by emotion and your unconscious mind. Yeah. So it's that quick, like, fuck you response yeah. to someone or like anger or sadness or whatever is that. And defense, defensiveness. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. It's a real defensive thing. But on the other side, um, a response is thought out and it comes from your conscious and unconscious mind. So you're responding to something, you're taking all things into consideration yeah. and you're not just reacting to what that person said so a key thing there is actually mindfulness and just being present with like okay this person's you know accusing me of this or saying this what are are the facts here yeah yeah yeah. and it's often like when you react to the narcissist you can often end up looking like the bad person which is what the Mm -hmm. narcissist wants or like me in the past, you can end up being so reactive that you end up regretting your actions because there's so many times where Mm. arguments would get out of control with our mum and I would uh, like come to you afterwards yeah. and be like, I so regret my actions. Um, the focal point becomes your irrational reaction to the abuse rather than the abuse that is taking place. Um, yeah, for example, so, like I guess growing up yeah. with alcohol. Yeah, actually, um, you know, mum and I would argue so often in the evenings when she was drinking um, and you usually would just start over little things. Like she would always have her music up loud and my bedroom was right next to the lounge where her computer was. And I'd be trying to go to sleep for school the next morning. And so I would go out and tell her to turn it down and she'd yeah. argue with me. 
and it's like there was no attention put on Mm. her yeah Yeah, being neglectful and being an alcoholic it was all on me for arguing like I was the bad person and even she would even I hate to use the word like poison but like uh use you guys to sort yeah. of get back uh, that, at me as well te- like technique that we were just talking about yeah people into these arguments. yeah so it would be like well you know it, it wasn't if, about her her being a neglectful alcoholic mother growing yeah. up it was about your response to that yeah and so you know if you guys woke up to argument to be like well it's chloe's fault you know she's yeah. arguing with mum. yeah and you know so essentially you're like feeding the narcissist your emotional reaction yeah and therefore, you're providing that narcissistic mm-hmm. supply that we've talked about. They yeah. want your outrage and your disbelief when they lie or bully you or, or rope other people want. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so responding with mindfulness is essentially gives you your power back. Yeah. You're not allowing them to sway your integrity or rock your boat, so to speak. So you're empowering yourself to remain strong and yeah. avoid their traps. But, you know, that's easier said than done. It's yeah. really, really hard because your natural instinct is to want to defend yourself against, you know, slander or lies or yeah. whatever. Um, but it's so, so integral to, integral to saving your energy against attacks from an arc. Like, you need to choose your response consciously. Yeah, and I guess this sort of ties in with one of the techniques that we want to talk about in dealing with a narcissist, which is the grey rock technique. So it's a tool that helps you to prevent... Um, narcissistic people, mothers, husbands, whatever, (laughs) from escalating a situation. It kind of puts a stop to them riling you up and stressing you out. Um, Essentially, you become a rock. Yeah, (laughs) grey, boring. Yeah, um, you become unresponsive and boring. Um, And so this method kind of takes away what the narcissist mother wants, which is attention and drama. Mm. So you become kind of like uninteresting to them. You stop feeding their need for that attention by showing them no response or no emotion by replying with like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. No. Just simple yeah. kind of you, answers. You're not like participating properly in conversations with them or asking questions or, you know, you're not being reactive with them. Mm. So, yeah, it, it becomes... I'll get bored pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you want to avoid interactions with them as much as possible, yeah, but, but if that's not an option... Yeah, sometimes you can't. Yeah. Um, you should also avoid... Um, providing details of your personal life yes. like you know you broke up with your boyfriend or you know drama at work or whatever because it just gives them information that they can use against you yeah and because the, um, they want to hone in on your insecurities and yeah. use that stuff against you so it's like if you are then providing them with that yeah with with that information they're then going to twist it around to yeah. use against you yeah and it doesn't matter like if it's good news then she'll try and rain on your parade or like one up you yeah <laughs> i would always do that yeah. you'd call saying something good and it's like cool that's cool okay here's my story yeah <laughs> um or you know the opposite if you tell her bad news like she's going to feed off that negativity yeah and i guess it's the same way of not discussing um the past when using this method as well because the narcissist will always resurrect arguments that you've had like ages ago that have essentially been Been solved been solved or you thought had been solved yeah so it's like you you don't want to let them rehash previous arguments you don't want to let them to sort of like derail you into reactiveness and it's it's again really um easy to get frustrated yeah yeah it's it takes a lot of practice 
Um, so yeah, it can be frustrating using this technique and it's really hard when that narcissistic mother is baiting you into getting yeah. angry or arguing or trying to get you riled up about a situation that sometimes has nothing to do yeah. with you. Um, quite commonly, if they realize they're not getting what they want, they may try and push further. So yeah. in the same way of like lying, bullying, mm. you know, nasty insults. Um, to try and get you to respond. Yeah. And it's really not easy to listen to someone saying horrible things yeah. about you. Not you at know? all. And it, if you can stick to not reacting, it will go such a long way in um, disarming the narcissistic mother or person. Yeah. Um, so it won't come naturally to those with empathetic personalities or those who are used to trying to help others or make things or better. Or those who are reactive like me. Naturally <laughs> reactive. <laughs> um, and you should never tell the person, tell the narc that you're grey rocking them because it's only going to make them double down yeah. on their behaviour because yeah. they're thinking, okay, fuck you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so a, a kind of key takeaway, I guess, from this episode is your response is your responsibility with it. Yeah. I think is such a great line, a great, great quote. Like a um, mantra that you should just yeah, repeat to yourself. Yeah. And I kind of need to repeat it to myself yeah. as well. Like <laughs> you're in control, like take back your power by choosing mindfulness when you engage with the, your narcissistic mother or whoever. whoever. Um, rather than instinctive reactiveness that will only empower them, you know, and take yeah. away your integrity. Yeah. And it, like the like I, I mean we've mentioned before the stuff isn't easy and it doesn't come no. naturally so i think also an important aspect is to going back to mindfulness is knowing when to step away from conflict if you can so if you're like triggered mm. or if you see yourself stepping into that reactive defense mode um, it's so important to know that you can step away. Or, if, I mean, obviously not all situations call yeah. for it because often when I would get into that reactive mode, mum would follow me Yeah, to argue, keep arguing, or I would she follow did. her. Um, so, if, I mean, obviously if you can't step away, that's impossible. Yeah. Um, but if you do have the opportunity to recognise that you're being triggered or to recognise that you're under intense amount of stress or something, mm. um, you can take a step away and... and, and allow yourself yeah. to take a breather I guess yeah um and as always I know we say this a lot but support is really important yeah like having if you have a partner or a close friend or a sibling or other family member who is trusted is trusted is yeah yeah talk to them um and obviously therapy <laughs> if you can afford it as we say like nearly every episode I know that can be our mantra also <laughs> yeah <laughs> therapy if you can afford it yeah and your response is your responsibility yeah um you know, you have to look after yourself mentally um, and emotionally, I guess, because yeah. it can be really draining dealing with a narcissist. Oh, yeah, like it's it is. it's just exhausting the amount of um, emotional distress they yeah. put you under without you realizing it. Yeah, um, there's so many other techniques that we kind of want to talk about um, to help you use sorry, that you can use to yeah. cope with a narcissist. Because like we said, going no contact isn't an option for any, for everybody. Yeah. Um, and there are other ones like boundaries and um, going low contact, which we'll obviously get into in future episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that kind of covers the, the grey rock technique. Yeah. And, and I, and like, I just want to reiterate because I feel like, I feel like it's, we're sitting here talking about, quite often like after narcissistic abuse healing mm. from abuse from a narcissist 
after, we're not, after the fact. We're not there anymore. Yeah, we're not there anymore. But for people listening to this, they might be low contact or, you know... Still living with that mother or... Yeah, and and it's like easier said than done for us oh, who definitely. are sitting here on the out, on on the outside being like, oh, you guys should do this. Yeah. But I think if you guys arm yourself with knowledge and mm-hmm. also just practice mindfulness yep. um, and really just think about responding versus reacting yeah. and don't allow them to get you into that reactive state, then it'll, it'll just help. Do so much. Yeah, it'll yeah. do so much for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Yeah, we were like, this is going to be a long episode, but it's actually not. We actually got through it so quickly. I know. I hope we don't talk too fast. Please give us feedback if we talk fast, talk slow, too quiet, too loud. Yeah. Let us know. I mean, don't forget, you can email us if you need support or you want to share your story or if you want to say you guys are really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've received so many great emails from you all. Like, I know I did the episode where I read out emails, but... Even more than that, we've had so many, and it's so, so lovely. So yeah. if you do want to send one, our email is thenocontactclub at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, The No Contact Club, and we're getting our Instagram up and running too, which is at The No Contact Club. So give us a follow if you feel like it. Yeah, come and say hi. Message yeah. us because... Send know. us funny memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think we've talked... Yeah. Enough for today, though. <laughs> yeah. So I really hope that you guys are looking after yourself. Mm-hmm. And Stay thank safe. you so much for listening. Yeah. Stay classy. <laughs>